You're listening to Spice Radio with Mankiran and Natasha, and we've been lately seeing in the Lower Mainland a number of gang-related incidents, the latest in Whistler. So we're going to be speaking to Jug Kosa, police officer and gang expert, on why we continue to see gang conflict and how to address this issue. Jug, thank you so much for joining us this morning. Thanks for having me here. So the latest incident, like I mentioned, was in Whistler. You had these two young men involved, 20 and 24 years old. I mean, what do you make of the fact that we still continue to see these incidents happen? See, first thing is uh, we often start talking about gangs when there is uh, a you know, blatant shooting incident in the community. Uh, my take has been that we've seen this scene play out many times. And, of course, it's, a, it's of concern to people because of their safety and people around. Not just Whistler, like anywhere it happens, it sort of makes us feel uh, fearful, you know, as a community. So we need to have these conversations on a regular basis rather than just when these things happen. Mm-hmm. And, Jug, in doing the work that you do especially, are we getting better about talking about this issue more? Yes, we are, but those dinner table conversations are still missing at home. Uh, you know, young parents are getting better at it, but there are still uh, families out there, they don't feel it's important to talk about gangs or myths and realities of gang life or dangers of gang life with their kids. And when we don't provide them proper information, then they go out and seek somewhere else. And people who want to recruit them, they sell them a dream. And at that young age, when you're vulnerable, you are you're trying to either make money or run away from home, but you're not happy at home, you're going to buy into that program. And that's where we're seeing more you know, young people getting involved, uh, not only in drug trafficking, but actual gangs. And, and that narrative has to change. We need to shift gears and uh, we need to talk about these things, make it normal to talk about these things. And Jug, with the pandemic, I think the drug situation has kind of escalated here in BC, in Vancouver. So do you, I mean, I'm sure there is a correlation between the gangs and drugs as well. You know, I'll leave that to the researchers in terms of uh, connecting it to the pandemic. But I'll I'll say this from the gang expert side. Um, These things go hand in hand in terms of drug trafficking gangs. So when I speak with, then I speak with a lot of kids who are who are involved uh, at the street level, and they genuinely believe, and and they'll say it, hey Jack, you know what? I'm not involved in gangs. I'm just, you know, uh, pushing some baggies and making papers. They're pretty open about it. They go, I'm just making some money. You know, I make two, three, four hundred, or whatever that number is. Uh, but I'm not part of a gang. I don't carry a gun. I don't shoot people. But what they don't realize is they they are feeding the same supply chain, food chain, right? So hierarchy goes, somebody sitting in downtown Vancouver will, uh, you know, push the drugs down and then a bit middle person and the manager and then they'll hire 20, 30 kids to work a line. And now these kids are at, at a street level and once they get into drug trafficking, they have to protect their territory. They're, they're easy targets for others. Not saying the high-level gangster is not a target. They are. We've seen many big names in the gang scene, uh, you know, get, get shot. But these kids who are 16, 17, 15 are at most risk because they are out there pushing drugs every day. So we need to really, you know, tell these kids. And and surprisingly, any kid you talk to, they'll say, well, I'm just doing it for six months. I'm going to make my first million and, and walk away from it. And that never happens. 
and it's the same story, it, it almost seems like they're given a script and then they're convinced uh, on the script and then they believe it. So, Jug, while these kids are recruited and they are kind of nurtured or rather prepped into being a certain kind of individual to eventually get into gangs, uh, what would you say in terms of, you know, parents, uh, as even in a South Asian community, how do we be more aware of this is happening in our homes? And that's where the blind sort of eye comes in. Like, we, we, we turn our eye away from the facts. Uh, we need to educate ourselves, right? Like, I, I never want to blame the parents because every single parent out there do, is doing their best to raise their kids in a way they know best. So we need to support each other as a community, as, as police. But information, I, I, I don't think it's still flowing the way it should flow. Um, I, I can almost say with certainty if you stop, uh, you know, if you talk to a parent who is working full-time and say, could you please tell me what... Uh, you know, Oxycontin looks like, or MDMA pills look like, or, you know, what kind of baggies are being sold, and they might not know that information. So when they see these things at home, they might ignore them. Like one time we did an interview and I showed some baggies that you can buy from dollar store or whatever, and if you if you see a number of these baggies at home and this kind of powder or this kind of packaging, you know, that means your kid it might be involved in drug trafficking or at least storing drugs. And, you know, a 70-year-old grandma calls me and she goes, you know what, uh, I saw these baggies at my house in my grandson's room, but they were empty. And how many they were, how many were there? Oh, hundreds. So it's clear indication, right? So then we, we went in and, and we spoke with the kid and sure enough, he was involved in drug trafficking. <clears throat> we need to say that if we educate people enough on the signs, uh, we will win this battle. But uh, at this point, I think uh, the marketing on the other side is quite strong that they are they're trying to or they do and manage to recruit our kids at the age of 12 and 13. And Jug, you know, now I think what makes this issue really complex is you've also got social media in the game here. And is that something that is used as a form of recruitment? All the time. And, uh, you know, a few things I always ask parents, okay, where, where do you think gangs recruit your kids? And typical answer is, oh, in clubs or parks or whatever. Uh, two things are always missing from the answer. One is social media, and second is in our own backyard. Uh, we always look outward, you know, when we want to blame someone or other people are recruiting our kids. What about our extended family members? What about, you know, their older cousins? I've seen it happen so many times where one, one kid's involved in, in, in drug trafficking, he or she will make sure that they recruit their younger cousins or, or their siblings in the same line of work because of proximity. They have access to these kids, influence over these kids. That's one scenario. Then social media made it so easy for, for these gangsters and drug leaders to reach out to our kids. They will uh, go and recruit one and then say, hey, you want to move up the chain? Um, bring me another 10, 30, 10, 20 kids. And they call them kids. Like this, I've heard this. Um, then they'll get their Snapchat IDs and start flashing money, cars, girls, uh, you know, downtown fancy life. And then when the kids hooked on that, they'll say, "Hey, do you wanna do you wanna make this money? Uh, do you wanna live the life that we're showing you?" And most of the kids are like, "Oh yeah, I w- I want to." All you gotta do is sell some baggies at school. It starts very small, but it's a slippery slope, and they get tangled into this very very quickly. 
एंड जग अमंग द मेनी मिथ्स दट सराउंड दिस यू नो हम लोग कहते हैं कि ये हमारे घर में नहीं होगा सो इज देर अ काइंड ऑफ अ सोशो इकोनॉमिक बैकग्राउंड दट वेर लुकिंग एट वेर दीज किड्स आर कंसर्न नहीं ऐसा नहीं है कुछ यू नो एंड दैट नोशन हैज टू चेंज यू नो हमारे घर में नहीं होगा दैट दैट मीन थेवरी हैज टू चेंज अगेन लाइक यू सेड वी वी नेवर लुक एट आवर सेल्फ वी नेवर डू एनी इंट्रोस्पेक्शन एज एज पेरेंट्स एंड व्हाट आर वी डूइंग विद आवर किड्स आर वी हैविंग दोस कन्वर्सेशंस डू वी हैव सम सॉर्ट ऑफ कनेक्शन विद देम आर वी बीइंग सपोर्टिव आई डोंट थिंक देयर इज अ किड आउट देयर और और हु सेस ओके टुडे आई एम गोना वेक अप एंड आई वांट टू बी अ गैंगस्टर it's a learned behavior and uh, most of the time these kids are unhappy kids they're they're lacking somewhere in their life you know uh, you talk about neighborhoods um some people will say oh certain neighborhoods really bad and you know but i i, I come from that in the same neighborhood the kids are getting you know uh, medals and doing really well in school so what's the difference it it's parenting number one and then other issues uh, you know a kid could be having some mental health issues self esteem issues bullying at school there's so many factors um we always look at, at the symptoms we always try to say well you know this person is in gangs but what's his story what's her story uh we got to peel those layers off and you will see domestic violence will pop up at the very top um kids when they when we put kids through that trauma the childhood trauma you know be rest assured that we're pushing them in direction that we don't want them to go um you know drug abuse at home if dad's coming home drunk and beating on mom and young 5 year old kids watching this it's doing so much damage to the kid and again it's not about blame it's about learning um how we interact with our significant others at home how do we talk to kids are we being respectful when these kids don't get that respect and love at home they seek it outside and once they start running you know kids don't run towards gangs they're running away from trauma and again like i said i've i've seen this happen so many times and that's the kind of work i want to do to reach out to parents and foster in you know, order to foster the healthy relationship at home that's so important that you highlight their drug and you know for parents especially listening now they want to get more information about this where do they need to go you know i uh, I wouldn't uh, even give one like simple search on Google like if CFSU does great work I mean th- their website has information from the Surrey Police uh, Service perspective we're working on a program and once it's up and running we'll be putting uh, information on the website as well we do a lot of seminars workshops so if even uh, parents wants to get to, somebody wants to get together in a group of 10 20 numbers don't matter to us and uh reach out to us uh we'll be more than happy to come out and share this information it's like a one hour presentation that we can do but any google search about how to prevent kids from going into gangs will get you about those answers and before we let you go jag have there been any success turnaround stories lots lots but i will say this that uh prevention is so much better like if you know somebody uh is uh wanting to jump off the bridge you know that scenario if you see the person walking towards the that's the best you can prevent them from going there once they jump you got to jump with them and you got to pull them out it, it's a lot harder it's been done people have come around and uh, i know a lot of people who came out of gangs and living a happy healthy life so i don't want to kill hope out there but make sure that we start really really young i mean we feel that we don't need to talk about gangs in grade 4 yes we do because you know you go to any grade 5 kid and say do you know about gangs and they'll say yeah they do 
So why not give the right information to begin with? And we may not have to talk directly about gangs. We can start talking about how to live a positive life and the benefits of leading a good life and start there. Start building those relationships in school, train the trainers, and work together as a community. When it comes to kids, we, we got to move away from our silos and work together. Truly, it, it takes a village, as they say. Jug, thank you so much for your time. We really appreciate it. You take care.